Hey guys, Gordon here. I just want to take a second and thank you for downloading our episode, listening to our episodes, sharing our episodes, tagging us on social media and helping us grow our mission. It means everything to me. And from here uh, to continue growing where we're at, please consider throwing us a small donation just to help grow the mission, support the team, support the infrastructure and continue to build the Permafit name. Thank you all so much. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. What is up, guys, and welcome to the Strength of Body and Mind podcast. My name is Gordon Light. I'm going to be your host. Welcome to the show. Now, in this show, we talk about all things fitness and health related so that you can craft a high performance body and mind for continued success and results. This content is totally free, so if you did get value out of it, please go over to iTunes and leave me a rating and review. I would appreciate that so much. Now let's dive right into the show. What is up, guys? Okay, so this was intended to be a Facebook Live that was also ported out to a podcast, but I am currently traveling, and where I'm at, the Wi-Fi is trash, I'm sorry to say, so (laughs) this is just going to be a solo episode on the podcast. I'll figure out how to get over to Facebook later, but this is part two of a four-part series that I'm making about what I learned going through a transformation of my own, losing 80 pounds in 14 months. Now, if you listened to the first one or you watched the live, then you heard a couple things I talked about, about what that really looks like over 14 months. Now, what that looks like, guys, is about 1.3 pounds per week on average of fat loss for 60 weeks. Okay, think about that. That is like just chipping away at this huge block a little bit at a time, every single week for over a year. Now, in reality, what that looks like, I feel like I need to say this because a lot of people don't understand it. They think that literally every single week, the scale is going to move by 1.3 pounds. But listen, that's an average. So there are periods of time when you're going through this process where you might go a week or two or three or four or six or eight or even, even like nine weeks Right? You can go a couple months in some cases with the scale not really moving. Okay, Does that make sense right off the bat? Is that, is that clear? I hope it is uh, because that's the thing that a lot of people miss. They think the scale is going to move every day or every week no matter what. And if it doesn't move, that they're not making progress. Here's the thing with that. If you are going through a process like this where you're trying to lose 30, 40, 50, 60, 80, 100 pounds, you're going to have periods like this where you don't actually lose weight. You're not losing weight. Now, you're still losing body fat. I'll talk about that in a second. But you're not losing weight. So you can't, the whole punchline to this part is that you can't solely focus on the scale for being your only uh, measurement tool, your only tool for measurement, your only tool for feedback. You can't use just the scale. You have to use a lot of other things. You have to use a lot of other forms of feedback and forms of measurement. So the reason, guys, where you can go 30 or 60 days or something without really losing weight is because you're putting on muscle. All right, you're putting on you, – now, there's this weird – I want you to visualize this. I want you to visualize a uh, like a regular 
um, like a plot, like a graph, okay? And there's two curves going through this graph, okay? One of them starts up really high and it works its way down over time, okay? I'm gonna get really nerdy here for a second. So if you're familiar with graphs, <laughs> then you'll know the difference between an x-axis, which is left to right, and a y-axis, axis, which is top to bottom. So in this case, the x-axis is going left to right. It's going to be time, okay? So on the very left-hand side, you're gonna have zero. And then on the very right-hand side, you're going to have uh, however long you think, maybe I'll just say a year or six months, okay? It's gonna be a really long period of time. And then on the y-axis, you're going to have, uh, you're going to have body fat on the left y-axis, and you're gonna have muscle on the right-hand y-axis. I know I've already lost half the people listening to this. That's okay. <laughs> Just bear with me. Just visualize this graph, okay? And what you're looking at is over time, your body fat, which starts really, really high, is going to tick down over time, okay? And your, your muscle mass, your lean muscle mass, is going to start off really, really low, and that's going to build up over time, okay? They're both starting on the left-hand side of this graph. One of them is ticking down, it's starting really high and it's ticking down every, uh, every day or every week or every month. And the other one is ticking up every day, or every week or every month. Now they don't move at the same rate, but eventually they cross. Okay, eventually they start to cross. And that is the amount of muscle mass that you've put on uh, relative to the amount of body fat that you have lost. Okay, when that happens, when you hit that crossover region right around in that area, your weight change, notice keyword, weight, your weight change is going to be very slow for a period of time. Even if you're dropping body fat like crazy, you're putting on lean muscle and you have put on up to that point a good amount of lean muscle. Now, lean muscle weighs a lot, okay? This is what, and and this, is, this is why we lose some people here on this whole process. Lean muscle weighs a lot. Uh, even though it's lean muscle and it looks visually appealing and it's it's lean, so it, it makes you look thin and it makes you look dense and it makes you look toned, it makes you look defined, have muscle definition, but it weighs a lot. So you're going to hit this crossover region where you're losing body fat, but you're putting on lean muscle. And because of that, you are not changing weight rapidly. <laughs> so over the course of 14, and I experienced this, okay? So over the course of 14 months, when I was losing eight, I was losing 80 pounds, I put on a lot of lean muscle in that time. I was going to the gym and I was lifting weights and I was lifting weights to a program and I was lifting weights that were heavy and I was putting on a lot of lean muscle. So I was losing a lot of body fat, but there were periods of time where I wasn't changing weight. So even though I would look in the mirror every day and then every week and then every month, even though I would look in the mirror and I would see that, wow, my waist is just so much thinner and my shoulders are so much more defined and I can see my abs for the first time and I can, I can see muscle definition in certain parts of my chest that I never could see before or in my legs and I could start to really see the difference between the muscle groups in my quads and my hamstrings <laughs> and because I could see all those things, I knew I was making progress. However, my weight wasn't changing for a period of time. And that's going to come and go. It's going to have, it's going to be like this, this, um, this thing where, where you have periods of time where this happens. And this could be a month at a time, two months at a time. 
and then you could go two or three months where you're losing weight every day or every other day, like you know, a tenth of a pound or a quarter of a pound every day, it seems like. Um, so what you need to do is you need to look at the, the whole average. And that is really what I'm driving at here is that one of the things I learned going through this process is that measurement and feedback of your progress is something that most people don't know even though they think they know it. And that I was definitely one of those people going into this. I thought I knew exactly how to measure it. I mean, it seems intuitively obvious, right? If you're trying to go through a transformation and you want to lose 40 pounds, at least you think you want to lose 40 pounds, and you want to go from, I don't know, size 14 jeans to like size 6 jeans, okay, if you're a woman, and um, you, you want to, I don't know, you be able to... Uh, you want to have more energy when you are walking from your car to your office building and you have to go up flights of stairs. Like, Anyway, you're going through that process and you think you have these things that you want to achieve and the only way that you know how to measure some of those is weight. It seems obvious. It's like, okay, I want to lose 40 pounds, so how I measure that is by weighing myself and looking to see if I've lost 40 pounds right? or if I've made progress towards that goal every day. And that is... A critical piece of the measurement puzzle it definitely is but there's so much more than that okay there's so much more than that but I'm telling you right now trying to get people to decouple themselves from the scale as the only form of measurement is very difficult because most people are obsessed even though they're not trying even if they're not trying to they're obsessed with only using the scale as their form of measurement and the problem is again there's more than that and one of those, one of the most important indicators of progress is the mirror, okay? It's the mirror. And uh, I did an episode on the podcast a while ago, um, I don't know, probably six months ago. I don't remember what episode number it is, to be honest with you. But it was about uh, really looking at your body and how I think that secretly everyone really they don't talk about it a lot, but they really just want to look good naked. <laughs> I really believe that. I think a lot of people, almost everybody, if not everybody, wants to look in the mirror and love what they see. They want to look great naked. And I think that being able to admit that and being able to own that is one of the best things you can do. One of the best things you can do. But despite that, a lot of people won't admit it. Okay, And even if you don't want to admit it, okay, eventually you'll get there. But you need to use the mirror as a form of measurement. You need to use the mirror as a form of measurement, okay? Because it is a form of measurement, okay? Looking in the mirror and taking, if you're, if you're really like a real savage and you're really dedicated, you'll take a picture every single day. That's what a lot of people do. That's what, that's what I do uh, when I'm going through, you know, different um, progressive, like, or, uh, progress, you know, sequences, whatever, whatever. I'm trying to go through cycles or something. Um, take a picture every single day. And what that allow you to do is that'll allow you to create that flip book, that slideshow over a couple of weeks, over a month, over whatever, and really see the differences, like the minute differences in different parts of your body, your body composition, whatever. And uh, those are the things that are going to give you visual indications that you're making progress, even if the scale is not. Okay, so I happen to be working with a. This is a perfect example. I have to be working. I happen to be working with a client right now, um, in April of 2019, and this particular client has not lost a lot of weight in a couple of months. Okay, 
However, this particular client has made so much progress in lean muscle mass development that it, the, the, the progress, it, you can't look at this person and, and not know that they've made tremendous, ridiculous progress. So first of all, leading up to this, that person lost uh, 25 pounds or so uh, over a couple of months. Okay, made great progress, was killing it, was doing great. And then they hit this weight loss. Notice I'm not saying fat loss, this weight loss plateau where their weight isn't really changing, okay? But this person's body composition is different every single week, okay? And it's becoming more lean. They are, they are this per particular person's uh, belt size has gone down like several notches. This particular person's um, clothing size has gone down across the board. New pants, new shirts, uh, new workout shorts, like workout clothes, new tank tops, and uh, for the for the gym that are already too big. Um, and anyway, there's so many like visual indicators and 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 physical indicators beyond the scale, even beyond the mirror. Like how do your clothes fit? How does your seatbelt fit in your car? How do your shoes fit? Um, what does it feel like when you sit in that particular chair at work versus how you used to sit in that particular chair? Whatever, like all these little tiny things. And how do you, how do you, what, how much space do you have in your shower now <laughs> when you're in there? Uh, does it feel like you just have a little bit more space than you used to, whatever? Um, believe it or not, those are incredibly powerful indicators and you, like tools for measurement. But anyway, this particular person hasn't lost weight in a while. And I know that that can be frustrating. But I also know, and this person, uh, despite maybe being a little reluctant to admit it in the beginning, um, now understands just how much progress they are making and that it's only a matter of time before that weight change begins again. And again, I'm saying weight because they're losing, this particular person is losing body fat every single week, okay? But they are putting on, they're adding so much strength to their overall weightlifting capability every single week that their, their lean body mass is going up <laughs> like at the same rate that they're losing body fat. It's ridiculous. And so at some point, it's going to break and they're not going to be able to hold on to any more body fat. It's just not going to happen. Their body fat is going to continue to go down and down and down. Uh, but there definitely is a ceiling on how much you can put on lean body mass um, at, over time. It slows, that slows down significantly. Body fat loss does not slow down significantly until you reach a underweight BMI. So anyway, I, I wanted to like take 10 minutes or so there and really explain that because that is something that so many people miss and, I, and I, it breaks my heart because it's one of the things that makes people divert themselves from their, their course that they're on and, and they go so far off course because the weight isn't changing that they think they need to reinvent the whole wheel and it's just not true. <laughs> and I would love to see people just recourse correct themselves, put themselves back on track and continue making amazing progress despite the weight on the scale not changing. Okay, so with that being said, um, that really isn't the main point of this particular episode. Okay, this is part two of that four-part series I was talking about. And really the title of this is you never know what you're capable of until you start. And I was definitely one of those people back in 2008 and 2009 because I wasn't 
at all aware of just what I was capable of. And I didn't figure that out until I was deep into the process. Okay. Because so I would say that the main reason that people stay complacent, like just in general, when they're going through a weight loss routine or program or whatever, um, or the reason that they never actually pull the trigger on getting their health and fitness and all that stuff in check is actually fear. Okay. It's fear. Now I've done a whole episode on fear before, but just, and this is a little bit different, but just hear me out. This is a, a deeper dive. Um, and this is a practical example of just how someone can experience this myself is that person. Um, but anyway, the reason people have fear in this particular scenario is because they have tried stuff before and it's, it's never worked. They've tried routines. They've tried programs. They've followed, uh, like a meta fast or a weight watchers or a Nutrisystem. I think that's a thing, right? Nutrisystem, um, <laughs> or Shakeology or insanity or beach body or any one of those things, right? Or even like, even something that's not like a structured program like that, like maybe, maybe whole 30 diets or ketogenic diets or, uh, some ultra low fat diet or a plant-based diet purely for the, for the intent of trying to lose weight or a vegan diet purely for the intent of trying to lose weight, um, and not gotten results. Okay, people, you know, it, it, a lot of people have tried all those things and not gotten results. Or they have tried a workout plan of some sort. And that would be like the Insanity or P90X or maybe they went on to um, bodybuilding.com and downloaded a free program or something um, or something, anything, right? Or they looked up their favorite celebrity fitness person and they downloaded their free ebook or something like that. A lot of people do that stuff. Uh, but anyway, they follow it and they don't get results or, you know, whatever. And the, the, that is what drives fear down the road because they think that if those previous programs didn't work, then no program is going to work for them, okay? Are you one of those people? Have you ever tried a workout program or a, or a nutrition program and it didn't work for you, even though you know that the, the person who wrote it was like some ridiculously high level athlete, like some fitness athlete, um, that competed in the CrossFit games or something, or was a famous bodybuilder or some kind of something. Uh, and so you know that they know what they're talking about, but, or at least you think you know what they're talking about, but anyway, they publish this thing, you try it and it didn't work. And because of that, you get reluctant to try anything else because you feel like nothing else is going to work. Are you that person? And I'm raising my hand right now, you can't tell, but I was that person, okay? I was that person. I used to buy this magazine called um, uh, Flex, okay? Flex. And it was really a body, like a like a bodybuilder magazine, like muscle beach type guys, you know, in it, models, whatever. And they would have workout routines in there and stuff and, and meal plans in there. And they, the thing that sucked about those is that they didn't give you enough information to really, to really put it into practice, like they left out just enough that you wouldn't even have all the pieces. But I figured, and I kind of, I could kind of tell that anyway when I was reading it. But I would, I'd be like, okay, well, if I can follow this by itself, then I'll still be able to get some results, even if I'm not getting as many results or as um, as impactful results or high level results as what they're describing. At least I can get something. 
right? But then I get like almost nothing, unfortunately. I try these programs and I get almost nothing. And I'm telling you right now, okay? I'm telling you right now, the reason that all those programs haven't worked for you and the reason those programs did not work for me originally and the reason those programs didn't work for your friends or your family member or your spouse is because either you or that person or in my case myself didn't have the right strategy, didn't have the right mindset or didn't have the right accountability. Okay? We either didn't have the right strategy, we didn't have the right mindset or we didn't have the right accountability. Okay? So for me, I can tell you this. Uh, it was all three of those things. Okay? I downloaded a program off online and I read and found programs in magazines, physical paper magazines. I would try to follow those to a T. Those already, right off the bat, was the, were the wrong strategy. They were the wrong strategy. They weren't made for me. They weren't made for my body composition, my level of experience, my level of general knowledge, my level of um, understanding of how nutrition works. Like these are just generic plans. They had nothing to do with me. Just because they worked for the author and just because they worked for the fitness celebrity who wrote it or just because they worked for the, uh, the, the article writer or the columnist that wrote it does not mean they will work for you. I've said it a billion times. I'm going to say it 10 billion more. There is no such thing as a one-size-fits-all nutrition plan. And there is no such thing as a one-size-fits-all workout plan. Hear me now. <laughs> I'm telling you that's the truth. Okay? 11 years in this business, I'm telling you there is no such thing. So the other thing... Um, so right off the bat, I didn't have the right strategy, right? But the other thing is I didn't have the right mindset. I did not have the right mindset. And the reason I didn't have the right mindset is because those plans were there, they were free, they were out there in the open, and I took them and I tried following them and I didn't get myself into the right frame of mind to understand exactly what those strategies were supposed to be leading me to, okay? All I wanted was to, quote unquote, lose weight and get in shape, end quote, all right? Lose weight and get in shape. That is not the right thing to be thinking about when you're trying to put the right, the mindset together to get yourself into that mode to actually be successful, okay? That is not the right thing to be thinking when you're trying to get yourself into the right mindset to be successful. I promise you, the right way to do it is to get yourself in the mindset of understanding exactly, and I mean specifically, exactly what you want, exactly what you want to achieve, exactly what you want your body to look like, exactly how you want to feel, exactly what size clothes you want to wear, exactly how strong you want to be, exactly what you want to see in the mirror when you look in the mirror and you're completely naked, you step out of the shower, what do you want to see? When you have those things and you understand exactly what those are, then and only then can you actually get yourself in the right mindset of understanding and believing that you can actually get there. Because if you think about those things, those goals, those objectives, and you think about them at that level, then you can really start to actually visualize them. And once you visualize them and you can actually picture your face on that body that you want to achieve, then you can start 
to actually believe that it is possible because now you visualized it in your mind's eye. Now you just need to execute towards it. You can get yourself in the right mindset to finally do that. So I was able to do that. Okay, I was fortunate enough to have sought out, I guess I had the insight or the foresight or whatever, to seek out some mentorship from people in a, in a, like a fitness mastermind that I was part of, a fitness community. And I was able to, to, to kind of be passed on that advice. Okay, so I'm passing it on to you now. And that advice is extremely powerful. So it's really about figuring out exactly what you want, visualizing that goal as an objective, and then starting to believe that that is possible. And I don't mean just like hyping yourself up like, yeah, I can do it, I can do it, I can do it, but like truly, <laughs> truly believe that it is possible, okay? In the same way that you believe that if you look outside right now, you'll see a sky, you know, it could be blue, it could be nighttime, so it might be dark, but whatever, there's a sky out there, right? And there's, there's water in the ocean. And if you pour water into a cup, there's water in that cup. Like you believe all those things are possible, right? You need to believe that what you want to achieve here in fitness, how much weight you want to lose, what you want your body to look like, you need to believe that all those things are 1,000% possible, okay? That's a skill, by the way. That's a skill. But once you can master that, then you can actually start to execute on it at a high level. And I've gotten very, very, very good at not only keeping myself in check there on this mindset piece over the years, but also teaching others and educating others and mentoring others to do the same thing. So um, I'll get into this later as well, but if you need help with that piece, and I bet you probably do <laughs> um, if you're listening to this, then I invite you to jump on a call with me and we can talk about that. Among many, many, many other things, we can talk about that. And you can do that by going over to gordonalight.com forward slash apply. I'll put that link in the show notes as well. But um, please, I'm begging you, if you are struggling with that, jump on a call. It's totally free, by the way. Jump on that call with me and let's talk about that piece, the mindset piece, and what it is you want, and just how to get yourself in the right place to believe it. So anyways... The other thing that I mentioned here earlier is besides having the right strategy and not having the right mindset is having the right accountability, okay? Having the right accountability. One of the reasons those programs, those free programs don't work for people is because they don't have the right accountability, okay? So if you, and maybe you've done this, if you go and you download a free program online, you download a free ebook or a $37 ebook and you think that's going to be the magic bullet for you because you've got now you've got this famous fitness celebrity's custom guide to building like I don't know building like a ridiculous lower body. Okay, awesome. I've got the thing. I've got the secret. I'm going to go and I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to do exactly what they said to do. Okay. Cool. So you do that for a day, you do that two days, three days, a week, you do that for a month, maybe. Right? And that, even that's pushing it. But let's just say you make it a month. Now you've done four weeks of working out, two or three days a week. Great. So now what? What makes you think that you can go and do five, six, seven, eight weeks, 12 weeks, 15 weeks, 18 weeks? Because you probably are going to need that amount of time to do that. Then what makes you think you can do that? It's easy to say, but look at your track record. What happens to you on day 11? 
What happens to you on day 26? What happens to you on day 40? What happens to you on day 53? The problem, guys, is that when you don't have accountability, when you do not have, and I mean real accountability, right? Not your wife, not your girlfriend, not your boyfriend, not your best friend, not your coworker, not your dad. Right? Those people love you too much to hold you accountable. They want you to be happy. They want you to be comfortable. They want you to love life. They want you to smile. They want you to laugh. Because of that, they're not going to hold you accountable. They're not going to push and pull at the right times. They're not going to nudge you in the right times. They're not going to challenge you when you need challenged. They're not going to press on the gas and then ease off the gas at the right times. They're not. It's not going to happen. I've seen this over and over and over again. People want to use their wife as their accountability partner or their best friend as their accountability partner. Okay, Unless your wife or husband or whoever is a, a trainer and is actually invested in you being successful, meaning either you pay them or they have something to gain, they are not going to hold you accountable when you actually need it. It's not going to happen. Okay? But the accountability piece is so amazing because when you feel like you're accountable to somebody, you naturally will push yourself harder so that you don't have to have that conversation. So you don't have to be challenged. You don't have to be asked why you skipped the gym on day 11, day 17, day 26, right? You don't have to be asked why you went and had three cheat meals or you ate 4,000 extra calories, or you did all this other stuff. Like if you're committed, or if you say you're committed, <laughs> to actually changing your life and actually losing the weight and actually building the body that you want and building the confidence and building the energy and all those amazing things we talk about here, if you are dedicated to that, then you owe it to yourself to do whatever it takes to make sure you stay on track. And one of the best ways you can do that is through accountability, true accountability. How many people do you know that went to college and went to class every single day, never missed a class, never missed a lab, okay, and they and they did okay in that class. They passed the class, right? Chances are it's very, very high, very high. And the reason is, even if they don't respect the professor, even if they don't like the professor, or even if they do like the professor even, they are being held accountable by that professor. Even if that professor is not pressuring them, they're not bearing down on them per se, but what they are doing is they're giving them tactile feedback. They're giving them visual indicators. They're giving them grades on their exams. They're giving them grades on their homework. They're telling them what they're missing. They're telling them how far out they are from failing or how far out they are from moving from a B plus to an A minus. So they have all of that data and they have that person that's managing that data and then they have that person that's holding them accountable. They're not going to do the work for them. They're never going to do the work for them, okay? And actually, a good accountability coach will never do the work for you. And in most cases, especially fitness, it's impossible anyway. But they will do everything possible to make sure that you have that accountability in place so that you 
can lift yourself up and drive yourself forward so that you can do the work that you need to do, right? And that's what true accountability is. And you need that. And if you are downloading these free programs, guys, if you're doing that stuff, chances are you're not actually going to be able to, well, A, you won't have the right strategy, okay? Even if it's kind of close, it's not the right strategy. And chances are it's not even kind of close, okay? You won't have the right mindset, okay? Now, hopefully with what I talked about today, some of that will kind of resonate and you can kind of start to build that. But then the third piece is that you won't have the right accountability. The chances are you have zero accountability, okay? There's, and, and you can't use yourself as an accountability partner. That doesn't work either, okay? Because you can, you can convince yourself and rationalize things to yourself that are ludicrous. They're way out of this world. Like you can talk yourself into why it's a good idea to eat two burritos tonight after your workout instead of one or instead of just like, I don't know, some grilled, uh, grilled turkey burger or something. <laughs> like you can, you can convince yourself that it's a great idea to go eat, um, I don't know, cheesecake. Like you could really do that. People do that all the time. Like, well, it's got milk in it and it's got protein in it. And, you know, I'm a little light on fat today, so I should probably eat that. Like you can just, you can do that. But an actual accountability partner won't let those things happen. An actual accountability partner is there hovering kind of in a way that keeps you from making those decisions. And that's not necessarily something that you need for the rest of your life. But if you're trying to actually lose 40, 50, 60, 70 pounds and you need to go through that process, then you've got an operating period of time where you need to be all in. And being all in means having that accountability in place. Does that make sense, guys? Does that make sense? I I really hope that that clicks. The accountability is incredibly important. Now, here I am 11 years in and I still pay people to keep me accountable. They don't pre- I don't even need to talk to them every day. <laughs> but I know that by me investing in them, I'm investing in, the, in them to challenge me when I need challenged, to pressure me when I need pressured, and to stay the fuck away when I need them to. A good accountability partner will do all those things. It's just minor course corrections over and over and over and over again. And it's a skill set. That's not something that most people do can do, which is why your boyfriend or girlfriend or spouse or whoever can't be your accountability partner because they don't know what that even really means. Accountability partner does not mean when you are feeling down, you go to them and they say, all right, come on, get your ass in gear, let's go to the gym. It's, that's not an accountability partner. An accountability partner is so much more. An accountability partner asks questions. An accountability partner lets you come up with your reasons and then tells you, well, kind of gets you to back yourself into rationalizing in reality why your original rationale was bullshit and why your original um, like arguments for going to the gym and, go and doing all this stuff are bullshit. Right? And, and, and there's, there's a lot of layers there. <laughs> there's a lot of layers there. Um, so anyways, my point is, first of all, everyone needs it. Second of all, it's a skill. And it's a, it's a very difficult skill to learn 
and it requires constant practice to be good at. But back to my first point, it's necessary, not just for you, for everyone. Okay. So, you know, that's, that's kind of like my pitch on accountability. And that's what I learned going through this process is that I need that. So I had people that held me truly accountable through that whole process. And if I didn't have that, I don't, I seriously don't think I would have been able to be successful. I think I would have done what I had always done up to that point, which is just kind of grind along for a little while until I realized it wasn't working or I didn't think it was working because I didn't have some crazy dramatic result. And therefore, I would have abandoned ship and I would have tried something else. I would have jumped from thing to thing to thing to thing. And the other thing about that is that if you are downloading programs online and they're not working, and your answer to that after they don't work for a month is to jump to another one, if that's your response, if that's your reaction, then I want you to think about this. What you're doing is you're taking the philosophy and the foundation behind what someone who's in the fitness space truly believes, aka their program, with their philosophy and their approach and their findings and their data and their experience and all that stuff, you're taking theirs, which is theirs and theirs alone, and you're trying it for a little while, and you're keeping a couple little elements of it, but you're throwing the rest away because it's not, it's quote unquote not working for you, and you're, you're trying to take someone else's program after that and put that into place. Well, now you're, you're basically taking two different pieces from two different jigsaw puzzles and trying to merge them together. And you're wondering why you're not getting results. You're taking two different workout philosophies, two different nutrition philosophies, two different um, intensity philosophies, two different frequency and volume philosophies, and you're trying to jam them together and make them work, all sandwiched with no accountability and no real mindset cultivation. Think about that for a second. <laughs> Think about that for a second. That is the fundamental issue with fitness and health and transformation in this country and probably the world, but most, and mostly in the United States, is that right there, is that people don't go all in on something and go to someone, an expert that knows what they're doing, that's done it over and over and over and over and over and over again for themselves and for others. Okay, it's, it's, it's really about taking that one jigsaw puzzle and just taking that puzzle that's already been put together by the person who designed it and taking the whole thing and dumping out the box and putting those pieces together yourself. You know they fit, you just need to find the right ones that are there and put them in the right order. And that person who designed it, who illustrated it, who, who designed the pieces and the shapes, they're there to guide you through it the entire way. And at the end of putting that puzzle together, you have a system that works to deliver you fat loss results, lean muscle building results, energy building results, confidence building results, and then ultimately a long life with the highest chance of adding years on the back end where you aren't just living but you're also able to be alive and you have full range of motion and flexibility and energy and you can play with your great-grandkids and play with your grandkids and take them fishing and take them wrestling and take them to hockey games or whatever. 
all that stuff that is waiting for you down the pike, you want to set yourself up now to have the best shot of living all those things at the highest level. Does that make sense? Those are the things I think about all the time. And those are the things I encourage you to think about all the time. And if you're wondering whether now's the right time, or if you should wait a little longer, or if you need to wait until you have, I don't know, a little bit more money, or until this thing happens, or until you get back from vacation, no. (laughs) No. I promise you, if you wait, it won't happen. There's no right time. This is about taking control of your life. This is about taking control of your body, taking control of your health. And all these things, guys, these were things that I thought of back in 2008. These were things that I, these were like realizations that I had myself and they were also things that were told to me. I was questioned as to why I'm waiting and why I'm doing, why why I don't want to do this yet and why I don't want to go all in on this yet. And I never had a good, they'd always ask me why. I never had a good enough reason. I never had a good enough reason. I had reasons like, well, I'm going on my, I'm getting married and then I'm going on my honeymoon to Hawaii. So what? So start now and go on your honeymoon. Yeah, but I want to be able to like eat a bunch of shit while I'm on my honeymoon. Why? I don't know because it tastes good. I want to feel good. Okay. But what about the rest of your life? What about these other things? Like, do you want to go, because I went to Hawaii on my honeymoon, right? Do you want to go to Hawaii and eat everything in sight and come back from Hawaii three pounds heavier, four pounds heavier, and feeling like trash just because you had a few days of having a good time? Or do you want to go to Hawaii and feel physically good every single day because you're eating the right things, you're putting good stuff in your body, and then come back from Hawaii and feel so much better that you made all those good decisions. Like there, there is a much bigger ROI on making the right choice now than making bad choices now so that you can put this thing off because you want to make those bad choices and you're consciously deciding to make those bad choices now. Look, guys, I was reading some, um, some statistics recently about in general, people who achieve their goals. And this was like Harvard Business Review and a couple other universities. And what it comes down to is people who achieve things that they actually want, their actual goals, the the amount of people that do is 8% of the population. 8%. Okay, now this this is across the board. This is people who decide they're going to... lose weight and get themselves in shape. This is people who decide they're going to build a business and build a business. People who decide they're going to write a book and they write a book. People who decide they're going to um, get, I don't know, become a painter, like a professional painter. I don't know, like everything, right? Any goal, any major goal. And the the statistics out of the thousands and thousands of people that they, they studied on this is that 92% don't accomplish their goals. 8% actually do. And that, again, includes tackling their health goals. Okay? And the, the bottom line is, well, it's what I want to share with you guys about what separates that 8% and the 92%. It's this. Okay? Whatever you think or whenever you think that you've reached the ceiling in your progress, like, you know, at, at, what, at whatever point you think you've reached the ceiling, like you've reached the cap, like you possibly can't do any more, that means that you are ready to unlock a new door 
and push yourself through to the next level. Okay, that 92%, when they get to that ceiling and they haven't made progress in a day or two, or they feel like they haven't made progress in a day or two, and they're just doing the same thing, and they're, they're trying to get more progress by doing the same thing, what they need to do is they need to push themselves through to the next level. Okay, they need to unlock that door and push themselves through. So when I said earlier that you never know what you're capable of until you start, what I learned going through that 14-month process is that there were periods of time when I needed to push myself to the next level. Like I basically hit a saturation point where I was like hitting diminishing returns on doing the same thing over and over again. I needed to push myself to the next level. And that might have been just one or two minor little tweaks because the devil is in the details when you get, to the, when you get further along, when you get to that level. And again, you never know what you're capable of doing until you actually start. But you have to start. You have to start, and you have to start with the right strategy and the right mindset and the right accountability. But if you want to be part of that 8%, you need to realize that it's going to be hard. It's going to be challenging. You can absolutely do it, but it's going to be challenging. Okay? And again, what you just need is those three things. The right strategy, the right mindset, and the right accountability. And then you can push through that next level. You can be part of that 8%. And what better way to do that than to have that pathway illuminated for you by someone who's already done it for themselves and for others, okay? I will always be an advocate for people seeking out experts in order to achieve something great <laughs> because that expert can help you navigate. That expert can help you avoid landmines and tripwires and pitfalls and all the stuff, all the obstacles that will hinder your progress significantly if you jump into them. Right? An expert will help you navigate around those things. Okay? So my, my plea to you <laughs> is to do whatever you have to do to make sure that you put yourself in the best position to win with the right strategy, okay? the right mindset, which again is something you need to work on every single day, and having the right accountability partner. The right accountability. Right? That is so incredibly important. And... Look, if you are in this process, if you're in the thick of it and you need some help, like there's some stuff here that you don't understand, like maybe you think you did or you thought you did, you think you do, but you know deep down that you probably need a lot more guidance, you're probably not sure exactly what you're doing, then I invite you to jump on a call with me and talk this out, okay? Um, so the way I structure these calls, they're like 30, 40 minutes typically, and what we do is we go over what has worked for you, like what has been working and what hasn't been working. We talk about your specific goal. We get crystal clear on whatever that goal is. All right? And then we start to put together a game plan for how you can actually go from where you're at now to achieving that goal. Okay? Now, if it turns out on that call that we're a great fit to work together, then that's awesome. I'll extend you an offer. We can work together and we can make that, that goal something that you actually reach, okay? And if not, that's cool too. But either way, when you get off that call, you're going to have so much clarity around what it is you want and then how to go about getting there, okay? So again, if you want to do that, guys, then I encourage you to uh, go over to my, my scheduling site, which is gordonalight.com forward slash apply, 
And that link will be in the show notes. Um, if you're watching this on Facebook, I'm going to try to port this over to Facebook. If you're watching this on Facebook, I'll have the link below in the comments. Uh, but again, that's gordonalight.com forward slash apply. And uh, when you get there, just pick a time on my calendar and put in your, your number and your name and everything. And I will call you at that time and we will have this call. Right? And it will be one of the most impactful 40 minutes or so that you've ever spent on your body and your health and your fitness. I can promise you that. Um, so anyways, anyways, guys, that's going to do it for this. Um, again, you never know what you're capable of until you start. So just remember that. Whatever you think you're capable of now, you actually have no idea what you're capable of until you get into the thick of things. I can promise you that. Um, so anyways, I'm going to wrap this up here. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you are listening to this on iTunes, please go over to iTunes and leave me a, uh, a rating and a review. That would mean the world to me. It helps me reach more people, get this message out to more people. Um, and if you're watching this on Facebook, please go ahead and give me some likes and some hearts. And um, if you did get value out of it, like actual value, please go ahead and share this to someone uh, on your timeline or whatever on Facebook. I'd really appreciate that. All right, guys. Thank you so much. And I will talk to you guys later. See ya.